today we are going to talk about on the show what you need to know when buying windows. Welcome to How to Build a Tent, podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend, with a loved one, with somebody you care, someone you hate, and you can send it to people you hate. Uh, I, I don't mind. Maybe they won't hate me. Who knows? So thank you for doing that. We are part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Go to fightlaughfeast.com, flfnetwork.com. Put in HTBT in the drop down. You'll get a sweet mug. You'll get tons of great benefits from the network. And they're giving out stuff all the time and all that good stuff. You don't even have to like like this show the most. But why not just get that extra mug and extra value from subscribing? Just put in HTBT. That's all you got to do. Something else that you got to do is get ready for this conference coming up by the Fight Laugh Feast Network at the uh, end of this year, I believe we're doing it. I believe we're doing it at the end of the year. Start prepping for it. Pay attention. Be listening to Cross Politics. That's going to be such a great time. I am going to force AD Robles to come. He doesn't have a choice. If that means that I have to fly all the way up there and grab him by the, you know, something, the ear, the shirt, whatever it takes, and drag him back down to Tennessee. It's going to be in Tennessee. So start planning, start thinking about it, start saving, get up there. If you have any questions, comments, you can reach out to me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. If you have any uh, suggestions or any feedback that you want to give or to let me know that if you're joining 250, making 250, my goal, getting 250 individuals or families to start businesses Simply with the goal in mind of making $250 a month. That's it. And the whole point of it is not that you're going to make money and billions of dollars off of it, but that you're just getting into the emotions of what it's like to have a business, getting into the feel, understanding what you need to do, starting to see all the different processes, all the time it takes. And then next year we can build on it and we can actually start making it a significant part of your income and your your trying retirement strategy, your long goal, your vision for your life, and what you feel like God has called you to do, and all that good stuff. So, consider joining that. And if you have any questions, comments, you need help, reach out to me, and be more than happy to help you guys be successful, help you guys diversify your income, and all that good stuff. Today's show is also brought to you by Kingsman Grooming Products. Kingsman grooming products. I use them on my beard all the time. The oil, the balm. I use it every single day after my showers. It's fantastic. They have such great quality products. They have bags. They have leather bags. They have hair product. They have tons of stuff. They have great gifts. Every time I give it to a gift, people just love it. They always they always come back to me and say like, oh man, I really love this. I love the smell. I loved how it wasn't overpowering. I love how it felt. I love how it made my beard feel. All this good stuff. Uh, I don't normally get compliments about my gifts, but I do with Kingsman Grooming Pros, and you'll get 10% off. So there's three reasons why you should be shopping and buying your products from Kingsman Grooming Pros. One, they're a Christian company. We should be supporting Christian companies whenever we can. Two, their quality of products are phenomenal. You already buy this stuff. You might as well buy a stuff that is premium quality and you're supporting Christians. And thirdly, you get 10% off when you put HTBT in the promo code. I know that a lot of you have already sent me uh, messages telling me that you have purchased products from them. I appreciate it. You are doing yourself a favor as much as you're doing them a favor and me a favor by supporting all of us. So keep it in the family is what I'm saying. Keep it in the family. All right. So I 
at the house that I'm at, we bought this house with the understanding that the windows needed to be fixed. So interest rates are a little low, a little lower than they have been, which maybe, hey, for you guys, it might be a time to refinance yourselves, even if you're not doing a big project like I am, but just looking, you know, to refinance lower, lower those interest payments, how big and much, how much interest you're going to be paying, right? Because your payment is a principal interest, taxes, and insurance all coupled in usually. But uh, rates are going down. I've been following that. And if you are curious about rates, you can go to, you know, any financial site that is that tracks stocks and bonds and all that stuff and look at the 10-year treasury note that usually the mortgage rates track that. So that's a good way to look at it. Or you can go to like Zillow. They have a mortgage rate calculator you can put in, you know, refinance, how much you owe, all that stuff. So that's a really good um, place to be. And you can just put in your, your stats and your statistics. If you are even wanting to do something like make a big project or whatever, you can do a cash out and refinance and use that money. Oftentimes, it's a better deal to do a cash out refinance unless you're going into the you know your 20% mark where the uh, mortgage insurance kicks in. But if you have enough equity in your house, it's a great option instead of credit cards or you know their trickery of you know six months free on this huge project where you're never going to pay it off in six months. Six months. So uh, if you're looking for windows, this is what you need to know, that those promotions usually mean that they're going to catch you on interest in the back end. So be careful of those. Cash out refinance might be the way to go. But this is what I've learned in my experience so far. First of all, get at least three quotes. That is just something wise, not just to do with windows, but anytime that you are working with a contractor, anytime you are working with somebody who is quoting you a price, it is wise to get multiple quotes, not just because of price, but because you learn more because people have different perspectives. People have a different eye for design, depending on what you're doing. In this case, windows, maybe there's different options that one vendor can give you that another vendor can't because of who they use for windows, Uh, especially if you use like a Lowe's or a Home Depot, some big box store, they're contracted with specific window designers and so they can't offer you what Home Depot or Lowe's can't offer you what Home Depot does and Home Depot can't offer you what Lowe's has as far as products. So you might want to get an an eclectic view. You want to get a different um, different vendors to give you quotes not just because of price comparisons but you should think of that obviously as a big driving force on who you go with but what they can offer and again what packages they can give you because oftentimes it's going to be really eye-opening, especially maybe you aren't an expert at windows. I'm not. Or what it could be whatever. Paint, you know, different kinds of paint for different kinds of outside material that your um, house has. How many stories, all this stuff. But if you don't know anything about painting your house and you go in and you get a quote, you don't know really all the questions asked. But then as you're working through and getting the quote from them, they'll ask you questions. They'll talk about their products. They'll talk about the paint they use, the material, how many people on their crew, things you would never think to ask. And then you can ask those questions and uh, you can apply those um, same thoughts and see what they, the, the people you're getting quotes from for the second and the third. And you can take what you learned from that first one and apply it to them. And you can often, often get a better understanding, feel more comfortable about with the whole project as you get educated. You should look at this as an education process as well. And just go through it humbly. Like, 
It, I have found that I get the best outcomes when I'm not pretending like I know everything, when I'm not trying to be prideful, even when I'm negotiating. I take a humble approach and it really is helpful because you want them to like you and give you the best rate. And oftentimes people like you more when you're humble, not prideful. Just a little tip. So get at least three quotes for a number of reasons. And like, for example, with Windows, when I was going through the process with Windows, some people were giving me options of different types of door or windows, different ways they can open, you know, single single pane, double pane, what, not, not single pane, double pane, all of them, um, just different ways, single hung, that's what it is, double hung, you know, where they come up in the top and the bottom. One of the things that I did learn after the second quote is there's a difference between the actual windows, which could be a high-end window, and what the contractor and the subcontractors come in and install it with, the parts that keep the window in place. So there's a number of different elements that go into keeping the window in place, how it's hung, what kind of sealant they use, and the framing and all of those things. Those parts can be knockoff parts, not high-end parts, and they can cause damage to your window. So you want to be careful and you want to be asking them what kind of parts do you use. Do you use the same parts that are made by the manufacturer. I know like Pella, they have their own parts that hold in the window. So it's not just the window that you're buying that's Pella, but you're buying all the other parts as well. So it's a higher end product. So those are things to think about. Warranties. This is another one that's kind of tricky that you got to read between the lines. And again, ask questions, be humble, be continually looking to gain wisdom and make this a learning experience. I don't think in the digital age, you have to pretend that you know something or hide that you're ignorant because they all know that you could just go and check, fat, fact check. I was going to say fat check, but I'm, that's kind of self-explanatory or evident, self-evident. But they know that you could fact check anything they say. So if you ask them like, hey, what is the, you know, the pros of this window company? And they might tell you a lot. But no matter what they tell you, you could then go and Google it. And then you can see if they're lying or not and break their trust. So I think it's a lot safer space to be in nowadays where you can admit to people that you don't know anything because information is at the palm of your hands. And once you kind of understand what to look for and what to search for on Google, you can, you know, fact check the people that you are working with. All right, let's see. Don't neglect big box stores. This is an interesting one, Windows, because they, Home Depot, Lowe's, um, you know, Windows galore, whatever they are. They buy in bulk and they often will give you a cheaper price than the manufacturer themselves. Like um, Lowe's, they sell Pella windows and I had Pella come out as well. And Lowe's actually gave me a cheaper price on Pella than Pella could themselves. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You would think getting rid of the middleman would cause them to be able to be more competitive and give me a better price. I was wrong. See, something else I learned. You would think I would, you know, have nothing to learn about business, but hey, every industry is different and you can't know every industry and it's okay. All right, we're going to stop here for a break. We're going to get into, I have a bunch more stuff to do about these windows to talk about what I've learned, including how I negotiate with vendors. It's really fun and it's not like aggressive. So if you're scared or hesitant about negotiating, this is kind of like a subtle way of slowly slipping into it. It's really fun. It's not confrontational. So if you are not a confrontational person, person, and you're just tired of you know getting taken advantage of. We're going to talk about that too at the rest of the show. But first, we've got to talk about my sponsor, 
faithcounseling.com, faithcounseling.com slash HTBT. It's in the show notes. They are an online counseling resource. They have 3,000 counselors where you can access them. They're text, chat, phone, video, 24 hours a day. They work with people that struggle with depression, anxiety, stress, sleeping. Oh, man, I did not sleep well last night. I should give them a ring. Anxiety, anger, trauma. Sometimes there are just issues that you are working on that you need to contact and be with people. You can't just solve the problems on your own. You need to be in community. And sometimes it's just really helpful to be able to access people on your desktop, chatting, iOS, or Android apps. They have it all. Best of all, it's truly an affordable option. How to Build a Tent listeners get 10% off your first month when you use a discount code HTBT. That is going to faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. When you follow that link that's in the show notes, you'll get 10% off. Simply fill out a questionnaire, help them assess your needs, and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's faithcounseling.com slash HTBT. So don't, don't be scared of the box stores. Oftentimes, they can give you a bigger deal because of the bulk purchases they do with Windows. I talked about warranties a little bit. Sometimes they'll, see, this is a thing too, because, you know, there's something else I learned is that there's gas in the in Windows that helps, you know, keep the heat out or cool in or whatever it is, depending on what season it is, but that that gas will eventually leak out. And so there's a warranty for the window frame. There's window for the installation. There's a warranty for how long the glass. There's warranties for if there's breakage of the window, like you throw a baseball bat through it, there's, you know, accidental, there's acts of God, there's all these different kinds of warranties. And so another thing for you to be very clear about, let's, let's see, we talked about the actual windows, the pros and cons of them, the materials around the window and the installation, the warranties, you want to have a really good understanding of all of these things. And another way, this is something probably you, you should do in the beginning before you get the quotes is go online and just kind of try to figure out the vocabulary and learn the different terms that are in the industry, specifically in the Windows industry, because as we're talking about what um, to know about when buying Windows, replacing Windows, is the you know they talk about different ratings, environmental ratings, how you know much sun comes through, how much heat comes through. There's like a, a different pH level. There's a different you know scientific terms. That if you don't know what you're talking about, it'll just go like right over your head. And oftentimes what happens is people in the industry start getting really familiar with these terms and they don't think it's a mystery and they'll just keep talking like right over your head and they'll lose you. And this is where the humility comes in. You need to stop them and ask them, hey, can you explain that to me? I don't understand what that means. What are you trying to get me to understand? I do that a lot. And, you know, they don't look at you like you're stupid. They go, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're such an idiot. No, they don't do that. They actually stop and they explain because salespeople want you to understand what they're saying. They're not going to make you feel stupid about it. I promise, because that's a, one of the ways that they are going to get your business is if you completely understand what they are saying. Something else that is interesting to do if you're buying windows, but also looking to do another job it's really look at Home Depot and Lowe's because they do more than just windows. And oftentimes what you can do is instead of just negotiating with somebody one-on-one -on -one with windows, although you shouldn't kind of negotiate the price of the windows in the beginning, and then be like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm interested in painting the house or adding blinds or you know whatever it is, a generator, pool heater, whatever else they do. 
like, hey, if I do these together, what kind of price can you get me? I've had people actually quote me other projects at cost when I bundled them. So they made nothing. But just as an incentive to get that my business for one of the projects, they have given me the other projects. They told me exactly, showed me how much they actually pay for the, the products and the installation. And they said, oh, you'll just pay my cost for this. And like, that's the kind of power that you can have when you bundle things and negotiate. And it kind of also will throw them off their rockers in a little bit, in a little way. Because, you know, oftentimes these people that work at Lowe's and Home Depot aren't used to talking in package deals. They're used to just one thing at a time, not to say they're stupid or they're ignorant or they're not smart people, but it's one way to kind of get an advantage in the negotiation is give them something new that they're not used to negotiating and their eyes will light up because they'll get the sales and they'll be like, oh my gosh, they have this great, you know, great opportunity to make my numbers for this quarter because they all got numbers they got to make, right? So that could be a really great way to save money if you have to do multiple things at once. Not a bad way to go. And then just again, to drive this home, I think I said this already, but make sure with the warranty, with the products and all those things, the windows, the quality of windows, not all window manufacturers are the same. You know, you might get like this huge, oh my gosh, they're $20,000 cheaper, but they're giving you crap windows. You don't want crap windows. Or maybe you do, but you want to at least know you're getting crap windows and you're passing over on these this manufacturer that does phenomenal work just because you didn't understand the value difference and they're like, you know, a substantial amount more money. But make sure you're comparing apples to apples, not just with the manufacturer, but with the warranty. I mean, not just with the, with the window manufacturer themselves, with the warranty, the price, the installation, all of those things, the things that go around the windows, all that stuff. You want to be clear about that. And that's not going to be all clear up front. They're not going to be telling that in the beginning. So make sure that you ask, again, a lot of questions. What was there? there was, I feel like there's one more thing I want to say. Oh, don't fall for the fake lines. This happens a lot, not necessarily with the bigger companies, but with the lower one companies. They'll be like, you're going to save a lot of money on these windows in energy bills. From everything I've read and from the sense that it makes, to me, logically, you're not going to save that much in compared to how much windows are. Windows are expensive. They're extremely expensive and the cost savings from month to month of your air conditioning and your heating is not going to pay for them in the short term. And then also that if it's done properly and they pull permits, the county knows that you made a structural upgrade to your house, which means you guessed it, your taxes are going to go up because your home value went up. Because you upgraded your home. Another thing to think about when you are upgrading your windows. So that's all you need to know about windows. And the last thing I just wanted to say is, has nothing to do with windows actually. But I just seen this article and I thought it was very interesting times that we live in. Is women overtook men as a majority of the U.S. workforce in December. It has, hasn't happened in 10 years. It happened before. 109,000 more payroll women were on the payrolls than men. I just want you to think about that. I am of the mind that, you know, when you're married, you have kids, you should be home with them. And think, and especially when they're off the daycare, you're like delegating your responsibilities out to other people. And just something to think about, I'm not going to get into it, Martin, you know, I don't want to get into the you know, sexual, the sex, you know, sex is battle of the sexes is what I meant to say. Uh, 
but just think about it. Just think about where our society is, how our kids are acting, what we're scared of our kids becoming right now. And, um, you know, how if there's anybody in the home and who's raising our kids. Maybe something to think about. All right. So I hope that helps with Windows. If you have any other questions about the Windows, just let me know. And I'll let you, uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. We'll talk to you next time.